Welcome back to Weekly EP. My name is Cody Swanson. This is episode six, and our guest today is Consumer from the U.S. One reviewer has described Consumer as a hyperkinetic, disorienting sound world. I like that. In this episode, we talk about a bunch of things like recording versus the live experience, doing things wrong, and shitty keyboards. As always, we'll do a quick introduction, premiere the record in full, and then talk about the creative process. And here is a taste of that record. First of all, how are you doing, man? Hey, uh, pre- pretty damn good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Uh, the weather here is uh, really beautiful, so oh, it that's... makes being inside extra hard. Yeah, but... the weather's terrible here, so at least there's that. Oh, that's good. That's great. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I always uh, I never quite know how to start the question section. Yeah, <laughs> so we're just going to dive into the first question, as okay. always. So <laughs> what is your name? Oh, my name's Matt, uh, Matt Polinski, but but I perform as consumer. Okay, cool. Uh, oh, you know, a question I've never asked anyone but you so far, but how long have you been performing uh, this project or doing this project? About 11 or 12 years. Now, it was just recording for a really long time, but uh, uh started performing about like six or seven years ago and... Uh, yeah, it's gotten weird since then. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the transition like to uh, go from from just doing uh, recordings and like home studio or studio stuff, and then trying to figure out how to do that live? Uh, it, I mean, uh, process wise, it was pretty similar. I just kind of assumed that I don't know, like uh, it would be a boring live experience, but then I. Uh, yeah, I got really, really, really nervous. I actually like uh, 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 threw up before I played. I was so nervous, and then like and I went up. Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, right man. before I played, I like went into the bathroom and threw up, and then I went out and just like kind of like blacked out and just like really just like went crazy uh, and, and did as much as I could, and then just stopped. And everybody's like, "Whoa, that was cool!" So I was like, "Oh, okay, it worked." So. <laughs> I just just keep kind of that formula going, and uh, that wow. that's uh, the transition has never really stopped. I'm still I'm still figuring it out. I guess. <laughs> cool, that's awesome. I mean, uh, I imagine that would stop you from from getting bored with it. You know, if you just if you're if you're still trying to figure out what you want to do, I think that that's good. Kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I guess I never thought about it that way. Yeah, it's. Uh, Oh, just you know, constantly trying to find uh, more reasons to just keep going with it. So <laughs> nice. that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> and where are you? Uh, I'm in Chicago, Illinois, United States. Um, yeah, which is uh, although my my live side started in Portland, uh, Oregon. I was playing live there for like five years or so. Uh, 
uh, it started here in Chicago in, in a, a neighborhood called Pilsen, but uh, since then I've moved back and have started uh, performing and recording here again. Okay, right on. What, what, what compelled you to make one of these uh, weekly EP records or to do the, the challenge for it? Uh, I, I really like having deadlines. Um, it, it's, it's, um, it really helps to, uh, to finish something like, uh, starting something can be difficult enough, but like finishing something is a, is something altogether. And, um, I'm really fascinated by, uh, uh, art and, and works that kind of operate with an inherent time to them. And, uh, this project, you know, uh, when we were talking about it, uh, at first really, uh, uh, lent itself well to one, the inherent time, uh, fascination I have, but also just the kind of speed and agility in which like, uh, my project can kind of like produce stuff. Although, I mean, the, the, what, what, um, what I made was way different than I expected. Um, I usually can just improvise something and just like send it out. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it ended up as something a little bit uh, uh, more elaborate. So yeah, um, success in that in in what I wanted out <laughs> of an inherent time project. So oh, that's great. I've actually talked to a, a number of people now that kind of feel the same way about the um, the time constraint. Someone I was talking to who's um, I think coming out right before yours. Mm -hmm. um, he was saying something similar about mixing. And how it was kind of nice. It's like, well, it's Sunday. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no more mixing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I like that. You know, it's uh, an easy way to trim the fat and kind of like put your priorities straight. Nope. There's the train. Yep. There it is. <laughs> there's the blue line <laughs> going to the airport. Oh, the lonely airport. Um, <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> is the music that you ended up making for this project something that is similar to the kind of stuff that you normally make? I mean, in terms of recording, it's, it's, it's kind of difficult to express like my live performance, uh, through a recording. So it is kind of like seeing me live, uh, but it doesn't sound like it in that sense. It's just kind of like, uh, trying to make up for, uh, the lack of dancing and movement and, um, uh, hopefully, uh, haunting eye contact and stuff that <laughs> goes along with, uh, when I play. So, <laughs> uh, the expectation that was broken for me was, uh, I guess, like how much work was able to go into it. it. It came out so freely that I was able to get a lot done. There was a lot of momentum and, uh, I did not expect that. I expected to kind of like put out something a little, uh, a little thinner, but this is uh, more in line with like kind of a more one of my more regular releases. So <laughs> I might actually, I cool. think I might actually get this released. So <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. nice. I think you should. I mean, that's kind of kind of the whole point. So this is the final question. I usually usually ask something silly before the uh, the record plays, and I'm <laughs> I've been asking some like uh, location based questions, but if 
you could have the most extravagant cheeseburger or uh, vegan burger or whatever, like regardless of the uh, physical limits of how tall and packed you can make a burger to still eat it. Oh, what would man. you, what would you have in it? Oh, well, I mean like, yeah, it would definitely be a veggie patty and just thinking about everything that could go into that, like the, the, I mean, I, I would want beans that I've never heard of in, in, in there, uh, with, you know, like probably like a quinoa, uh, a binder in there. Uh, I'm definitely all about like Swiss cheese and, uh, uh, uh mushrooms, uh, mm-hmm. like fried mushrooms there. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. With like, uh, with like probably, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like, a, a arugula spinach blend, uh, with. God, the sauces. It would have to. It would have to be some like cracked mustard. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's all that would be needed. Would be a cracked mustard on maybe. Oh, some kind of bun that is somewhere between like a regular bun and like an everything bagel. So like all the seeds and like garlicky onionness, but like on like the softness of like a of like a burger bun. It's like I, a super sesame or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with, oh yeah, oh, holy crap! That's what I'm making later. I have most of those ingredients. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've been making a lot of burgers lately uh, in my uh, home alone time. Uh, probably too many burgers, to be honest. But <laughs> I, I've I've just been having a really good, really good time. So then let's just uh move on to the music uh what is the name of the record again uh freedom and power this is freedom and power by consumer
All right. So now, yeah, we're moving on to the meat of the interview. Uh, no pun intended. Oh, that's cool. I don't, I don't eat interviews. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why this is the first question I always ask, but I think that for me, it's just really a lot of fun sort of learning what goes into it. And there's a high chance I might not know the things you're talking about. So sort of treat me like I'm an idiot um, more <laughs> so than you normally would. Oh, I mean, uh, these are the, this is these are pretty primitive instruments, so they're for idiots like me, because I, I can't I can't really handle like the the really big technical stuff. Uh, that yeah, it's like there's too many decisions involved there. All of my instruments were hand me downs. So going into uh, recording this, uh, I did an hour and a half improvisation on my live setup which includes a boss delay pedal, a DD3, going into a boomerang looper, which is just this old Texan pedal. It's just like a big clunky looper, which is just awesome and primitive and amazing. And I have a, a, a keyboard and a drum machine in my voice uh, that, that are the uh, things being looped. The keyboard's like something like uh, you got in, for Christmas in 1993, it's a like it has Billy Joel as the demo button. Like it is, it's <laughs> really yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, just the way you are, which is which is uh, exactly how I feel about uh, this keyboard. I, I love it just the way it is. Uh, I mean, that's not the dumbest thing about it. I mean, it has like a it has like a dog pianist uh, uh, voice on it, which is like kind of like the sound of barking with like the sound of a piano, and it has. Uh, I mean, just. <laughs> The, the, the sounds are so wrong. Uh, they, they don't get a single one of them right, but that's kind of part of its charm. And, it, you know, it makes sound and, you know, it keeps it it's in tune. So, I mean, it kind of works. So, uh, And then, yeah, the, the drum machine is, um, it's a MIDI bank with drum buttons. And I just, I have no idea how to tap into the MIDI stuff. So, I don't. So it's just like cheap equipment and then uh, sent through uh, Logic. And I, I used my QWERTY keyboard, my typing keyboard, to uh, add a couple drum tracks on top of everything. <laughs> and then uh, used the uh, onboard microphone on my computer to uh, do a couple overdubs. And that was the full instrumentation. Wow, so you use your your uh, your computer like the laptop mic for yeah. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> yep, yep, and just yeah, the, the the letter keys for a couple things. Oh, and I do have this uh, VL tone Casio like calculator that is a keyboard as well. It's really weird, but it has the like uh, I don't know. It's Oh, where did it go? It was around here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here it is. Everybody knows this thing. This is its claim to fame there, so. Da, da, da. Anyways. Cool. <laughs> All right. Um, how did the week look like for you for the, for the writing and recording? Uh, so that Friday when I, I sent you a video saying first notes, those are actually the first notes uh, on uh, the album. 
And that was me beginning my uh, uh, jam session, my improvisation. So that was on Friday. And then I spent Saturday kind of like breaking up the improv and then spent Sunday uh, starting to like uh, uh, put some overdubs and stuff like that on it. And then Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, I was just kind of like fixing it, just kind of refining it. And then, yeah, uh, Thursday, I, I think it was done. I just kind of sat on it all day. And then and finally, I was like, you know what? It is done. Um, as soon as uh, my friend posted a collage that I was like, oh, that's the cover. So <laughs> now it has a yeah, now it has a cover. And yeah, so now it's ready. <laughs> I'm looking at that collage right now. It's pretty, it's pretty uh, stellar. <laughs> <laughs> it's, per, it's per. It's exactly my mood. It's like it. That that lady is exactly how I feel right now. Just like <laughs> it's it's somehow like both very uh, calming to me and also like just just fully terrifying. <laughs> I, I hope that 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 uh, that's how the record comes across. <laughs> Uh, right. So, okay. So you did most of the, I guess the performing slash kind of like writing and work on the music parts really just in two or three days then. Yeah. 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 And, and then just kind of, uh, waited for, waited to hate it or love it, uh, by repeating, uh, a listen over and over and over again. And then I was like, you know what? I like it. So. <laughs> You know, sometimes you end up listening to something so long that you hate it. If anything, I don't end up hating it. I end up not being able to hear it anymore. Mm. Uh, like it, 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 it literally disappears. And I had that with a record I did a couple uh, releases ago. And uh, I sent it to somebody to get it mixed. And when they sent it back, it was like such a glorious... It was like seeing like an old friend... Uh, after just like you know like losing them or like you know not hearing from them you know uh, uh they, they didn't they didn't call me back and then finally they returned from their like crazy trip and i'm like oh my god it was so good to hear you album that i haven't heard in a really long time and um that's happened a few times but uh, within a week that's that's not going to happen here but i'm yeah i'm definitely a big fan of uh, what came out of it just because of how surprising it's it's just size is to me <laughs> and you you said earlier too that um you you didn't expect it to be so dark yeah and, um, that's yeah <laughs> i i don't uh i don't actually know um which track it technically falls on because i listened to just the entire mix that you sent mm-hmm I guess I immediately was just kind of, I was like, you know, walking around the kitchen yesterday, like listening to all making some food and just kind of dancing around the kitchen a bit. When the first line came on, uh, if you think you've seen freedom, you've only seen power or something mm -hmm. like that. Like, I was like, oh, okay, this is what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> like musically, yes, sure. There's a lot of like dark tones and, and kind of aggressive, uh, sinister sounds in there. But that line, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, this, it, it's a, this, these are some times right now, as, as uh, many would yeah. say. And uh, um, 
not only you know with with the crisis and everything um kind of revealing uh, a world that i feel like leftists leftists have been talking about for the longest time you know the lack of compassion from the capitalist system yada yada uh lack of care for everybody the just like oh oh god like the people in Michigan this last week getting like protesting, like amassing on the on the steps of the Capitol in Michigan, like what the hell? Oh, are you, oh ta- are you talking about the? Are you talking about the anti-quarantine protesters? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, let's get together and protest quarantine. Like, oh my god. So, yeah, that there's freedom and power. There you go. <laughs> yeah. They think because a few powers have been restricted that they're suddenly oppressed. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, this is, this is not the, I mean, the U S is not the land of the free or whatever. It's the land of the powerful, you know? And, and like, it, it comes across, you know, like globally through like military power and all of that. But I mean, it's also within the like citizenry, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of like powers that we have, so to speak. And, you know, when people waste it like that on themselves, it's, it's ridiculous because yeah. Uh, we have, we have to share that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because essentially in that kind of system, especially, you know, wealth uh, equates to uh, access, mm-hmm. which which is basically in, in that kind of, in a society sort of, in my mind, synonymous with power, right? So Right, yeah, there's nothing free about it. <laughs> you have access to a nice house or a nice car or um, choosing the politicians you want to control the laws where you live, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you have access and power over that because you have wealth yeah. or whatever, you know, because, you know, whatever it is. Um, Usually wealth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is very weird times, though. Um, so it's both a uh, grace and sort of a bummer that so many of the records right now that are, are that we're having on this podcast are made during this time Mm-mm. because it's yeah. a great time for music and it's a great time for um, people just to to be able to have have the time to do this kind of thing. Sure, but it's it is really exciting and kind of lovely to see all the different ways that that's coming out too. That's what makes this authentic, though, is that we're fully immersed in uh, the situation, and you know the music that's in a response to it. You know, if it's not hokey, I think is going to be like really, really sincere and and really authentic, and you know. It's, that's huge. It's not so much that the music's not good. And I think especially I'll be able to look back on it and see the music, you know, during this time, that's just like really awesome. It's just mm-hmm. that, uh, I've, I've been bummed out that it's on everyone's mind so much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Like, it's just, that's where we are as a society or as a planet. I mean, that's, it's so messed up. That's, that's one of the only cool things maybe about all this is that we are all kind of feeling this yeah yeah connectedness and it's sort of way of like we're all kind of our, everyone's life and economy and and social life and everything's just kind of messed up and on halt like the you know the most obnoxious youtubes you know youtubers or you know the celebrities or factory workers or whatever like we're all you know yeah oh totally and i think the best part for me in this whole thing is just seeing 
the compulsory like solidarity that everybody's like like it's almost like a reflex to empathize with with everyone else's condition so it's not like you know outside of like you know like the the weirdos in michigan almost everybody's just been like yeah oh my god yeah let me stay inside let me like you know i don't want to infect people i want to help people i want to be part of the solution it, it, that gives me a lot of like kind of existential hope which i don't know is that a thing <laughs> if there's existential dread there's got to be existential hope you would you would think yeah like with infinite bigness there's infinite smallness yeah like so maybe a philosopher out there listening and be like of course there's existential hope what are you talking about <laughs> grumbling like oh, <laughs> stupid hope <laughs> but that, I mean that that really does it, it, it makes it makes me hopeful that uh, not only are we you know getting through this you know the curves are getting flattened yada yada but you know like mm -hmm. other uh, human projects going forward are are going to be with the cooperation of you know just like regular ass people I think what's really fascinating to me too is that there were so many people I feel like that were bummed that we haven't gone into mad max territory yet they're like fetishizing things getting worse yeah accelerationists yeah <laughs> we're so far from like you know things getting like like irreversible you know like why are we trying to push that direction uh yeah <laughs> there's still so much to do <laughs> But you know, it's I, I'm not stressing. I'm 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 fine with the time uh, yeah. right now. You know, I beat Super Metroid. You know. No, oh, nice. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had the Nintendo Power Strategy Guide, so you know there was it. It had no chance. You were golden then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a long game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first time I played a Metroid game, um, I was in maybe late middle school or something, and I had it on mm -hmm. my uh, Game Boy. Oh, yeah. I did not know anything about Metroid at all, but I played it for ah, such a long time. Just thinking that it was a game where you just go around and just shoot enemies and kind of like burrow around this cave. And it never <laughs> occurred to me that there were actually like objectives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can, you can play it like it's almost, almost like a Grand Theft Auto or something. You can just wander forever yeah. i mean it's just like almost boundless but it was kind of fun like i've since very much enjoyed metroid games but <laughs> kind of That's just playing it, entry <laughs> playing it really wrong for a long time was actually kind of a nice way of being introduced <laughs> Uh, like that's that's one of the best things in the world is like I always say like getting the wrong idea is one of the best things you can do as long as it's temporary because <laughs> like then you know the difference between like getting the wrong thing and 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 actually getting it right so like I think huh. back to my first experience of seeing a uh, firewalk with me before ever seeing the Twin Peaks series oh, it was no. the most absurd random thing i had ever seen like there's all these like really like deep references like later on it, it almost were like the punchline so the whole setup that the series was but like i had no idea i'm just like who are all these people like why are why are they all screaming backwards and like <laughs> and then finally i saw the series and i was like oh wow so like not only do i have the right idea in mind 
but I also have the wrong idea as well. And, and huh. that, that belongs to me actually. Like, uh, I, yeah. I get to do whatever I want with that wrong idea. And, uh, so oh, I really know. like that. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of, I don't know, something I definitely try to, uh, do, you know, like not to segue back, but you know, like, uh, that's something I try to do musically a, a lot of times is, um, you know, like, uh, set up certain expectations. And if I fail at them, then, uh, you know, I just like fix it and, and, and do something else. And, you know, like, but still the, like where that melody or that drum beat or something could have gone is, is locked away in my brain. And I'm going to try it again someday. And nobody hears that necessarily. <laughs> All right, man. We've been going for almost uh, an hour. I've run out of questions. I'm having a great time talking to you, but in terms of, of the, yeah. the functionality of the uh, the interview, I feel like <laughs> uh, before oh before I do forget though, um, the big point of this besides just uh, getting to nerd out with people about uh, music and making music is um, getting to share uh, your music, share the music of the guests that come on and. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, people will be able to find more stuff. So what is a good plan of action if someone wants to find more consumer, wants to consume more consumer? <laughs> There's a central hub that I have a website and that's uh, nsumer.co. So like just take the CO and consumer and put it on the other side. So uh, nsumer.co. Um, but, you know, there's also the Bandcamp, consumermp.bandcamp. There's music videos, and everything uh, is also on Spotify, uh, as well as, you know, all the all the other streamers. Nice. Mm -hmm. Make sure you put a dot at the end. That's how you know it's it's me. <laughs> so it's consumer, period. Yep. Yep. Like, okay. end of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, someone might might find a different consumer. Oh, there's so many. There's like 20 or 30 throughout the world of people being like, I'm consumer. And I'm like, cool, that's fine. I mean, it's a name we can all have. So <laughs> doesn't bother me. Mine has a dot on it. <laughs> I haven't said it yet already fully, but uh, I really enjoyed uh, your record a lot. I, I oh, thanks. Uh, I listened to it a few times, and, and one of the times I was making, I was actually making a uh, cheeseburger while I was doing it. <laughs> and um, I was just kind of dancing around the kitchen and having a really good time. It's not the kind of music that normally I th would expect I would dance to. <laughs> cool. Because right? it was kind of, it was kind of sinister and like, you know, yeah, it was great. So, um, oh, no, that's, yeah, that's really... perfect. No wrong answers. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. So yeah. Thanks so much for 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 doing that, and uh, I'm glad you you got something out of it. And uh... yeah, yeah. Really appreciate the uh, as I said the the impetus to do this. It was uh, quite a joy. Um, that is good to hear. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I hope that you have a good rest of your day over there in Chicago. Oh, we'll do it. Yeah. Have fun out there in Berlin. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. All right, man. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of Weekly EP. Once again, my name is Cody Swanson. 
I could have easily kept talking to Matt for hours, and it was a joy to have him on the show. He has a lot of great releases that you can find on Spotify at consumermp.bandcamp.com and his website, insumer.co. Remember, for your searching, it's consumer with a period. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate our podcast and follow us on Instagram. You can find all the episodes, more info, and links on our website, weeklyep.com. And if you or anyone you know would like to do your own weekly EP, please get in touch. We would love to hear from you.